160, where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, and as always, your comments are freaking ridiculous. It is awesome to be here. Great to see you guys. And if you're not watching this and you're listening to it, great to hear. Anyway, whatever. Awesome to be here uh, in Western Colorado. Uh, quick uh, conditions report. We were just talking about that. Um, it is absolutely perfect <laughs> here. Um, the desert is amazing. It's starting to get a little bit dry and dusty. We did have some snow a while back, but and it's kind of hung around in the shady spots as it's been chilly. But uh, it's been really, really great. Been riding Dry Creek, been riding the Rock Crawler Trails, and had just amazing conditions. It's been really good. Um, oh, Mark Payne, how's my friend that hit the deer? Thank you for asking. Ryan, the molecule secules, is doing just fine. He, uh, <coughs> he got lucky. <clears throat> we were probably doing 40, 45 miles an hour when he hit that thing. And it, he didn't even have a chance to hit his brakes. Like, it jumped out between us, behind me, in front of him, and he freaking waylaid it. Um, and uh, it really got super lucky. He did break his helmet. Um, Rick Roman, what's happening? Um, his bike was twisted up a little bit, but I think it's just fine. Um, not, you know, nothing bad. No frame damage or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, well, super scary. Poor dude. I felt bad for <laughs> Seriously, a bad deal. But, um, yeah, happy that he's okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce Kennedy, venison burgers, question mark? No, unfortunately, the deer, I don't think, made it, but it did stumble off and get away. <laughs> so, um, it, uh, he... We were right by this ranch. The whole thing was so crazy because we were right by this big ranch uh, that has, like, pigs, and they have these big water tubs, like, huge, like, I don't know, 25-foot diameter water tubs bubbling. I don't know what that's for, if it's for um, the waste. I, anyway, whatever. Uh, and so there's a lot going on there. Like, and there were people out and four-wheelers moving around, and, and like, there's a lot happening uh, there. So it didn't... It's, you know, broad daylight, too, so it didn't seem like a place where you'd have a lot of deer hanging out, but it came from that side, where that ranch and all that action was. Um, but uh, it, uh, yeah, it, the lady who helped him out, because I, I didn't even know it hit anything, because I was on down the road a ways um, before I turned around, but uh, the thing got away, so maybe that deer stumbled around, died close, and they found it and got it. That'd be good, so it didn't go to waste. <clears throat> Um, Brady, I wish a deer would jump out in front of you too. It would just like flatten it. <laughs> um, Keith McQueen, Venison Molecule. That's awesome. Um, oh, happy birthday, Tony Andrews. Happy birthday. Everybody say happy birthday to Tony. Um, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a crazy thing. I, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been close to a lot of deer on trails and things like that. And I've had a couple like, ooh, that was close. But not doing 45 miles an hour. So um, it was, yeah. Anyway, it was craziness. Um, I have some questions from the internet, so we're going to get to that uh, here in a second. Let's see. <clears throat> Excuse my coughing. No, it's not COVID. <laughs> um, also, if you're watching and you're having fun, Hit the thumbs up button. That would be super rad. Um, because, hey, Kim Jackson, what's happening? Uh, yeah, it really does help us a ton. 
in the YouTubes and algorithm and all that. Anyway, whatever. Um, so if you want to do that, you have to back out of the chat, hit the thumbs up and come back in. If you're watching this later and you find this informative or entertaining or anything like that, thumbs up. And if you're listening to this, give us a whatever you do on the podcast and maybe leave us a review because that would be awesome. Uh, let's see. Ooh, Rod, happy birthday to you too. That's awesome, man. Um, ooh, yeah, we have a, a problem with moose on the sled trails in Maine. I, yeah, ooh. That's nasty because moose are mean <laughs> and huge. <laughs> like, it's, uh, yeah, and then Bruce Kenny said they they fight back. A deer boogie out of there, and uh, yeah, I, I, a moose would be terrifying. Um, oh, Eric Bryan barely missed a hog at Brady's race a few years ago. That also terrifying because they're just thick chunks man it wouldn't move at all um kim jackson i want you to send me a set of those new strategies along with some mooses okay kim shoot me a message we are set up as a dealer i have some on the way for stock um i can also drop ship so yeah get a hold of me either email or message kim and we can make that happen let's quick talk about that um, the V Moto Force AT tire is like brilliant. I am really, really, really happy with it. Um, I am surprised because it's a relatively inexpensive tire, not super, super inexpensive. Um, it's not like the super cheap, like a dirt cheap Shinko or anything like that. Um, but the, uh, Brady is fixing my his message. He's gonna give me a hard time. <laughs> um, but the uh, that um, I I expected it to be okay. Uh, Keith had said. Um, <laughs> Brady says I have the omnium from <laughs> COVIDs. Anyway, whatever. Well, if you believe the media, you guys could probably get it through the computer. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, they, uh, anyway, it's, you know, like, they're like, I think the rear is 75 or 85, front's like 65, and so it's not super cheap, but I thought, eh, it's gonna be all right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, good morning, Kevin O'Laughlin, what's happening? Um, so, I didn't have high hopes, and I put it on, and I really didn't have high hopes for the front, because it's weird looking, and it's not an M59. I... I really like it a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And so I got three sets coming to the shop for sale. They're sending me some more gummies because um, mine are the uh, the AT compound, which is not the gummy. It's just their intermediate. Uh, and they're sending me some gummy compound ones to try out because Craig Hoyt is really, really nice. And he's just shooting me. And he's also sending me something else to try. Anyway, um, so... Yeah, I'm really excited. I think they're amazing, and they're wearing well, considering all the spinning I was doing on rocks uh, and the hard stuff, and I'm, yeah, I'm just impressed. So, big thumbs up on the V-Moto tires for me. Um, so, yeah, let me say, let me, if anyone is interested, if you're here in town, we're going to have them in stock soon. If you're out of town and you'd like to buy some from me, uh, help me out and get some awesome tires, Shoot me an email, morgan at highland-cycles.com, or send me a message on uh, Facebook, or uh, you can call the shop, 970-240-2197, and uh, get a hold of me, and we can get it, you know, whatever. Um, let's see. Ooh, Jeff Benton. Uh, 
has a good question. What procedures would you use to flush the coolant before adding Evans? Great question. It's on the bottle. If you have a bottle of Evans, it tells you what to do. But here you go. First of all, drain the coolant like you normally would, right? Uh, and then <clears throat> what I do is I take some Evans from the bottle. Like if you have the half gallon bottle, that's more than enough for a dirt bike, like by a lot. So then I take a little bit of Evans, pour it in the radiator, you know, obviously with the plug back in it. Um, and I say a little, probably, you know, four cups or something like that, five cups, I don't know, some, and fire the bike up. And then that'll splash that around and it'll grab a hold of all the water in there. You know, and don't run it, to, obviously, until it gets hot, hot, because that's not enough coolant in there. Um, but run it for a little bit, shut it off, <clears throat> excuse me, drain that out, uh, put your Evans in, and you're good to go. Um, bike Vault. Uh, did my first ride on Apex and Plushie yesterday. Awesome. Right on, yeah. Uh, Jeff in Thailand, where those are made, um, just put a <coughs> soft rear mousse with the Apex Compound Force tire and then uh, i think you put a platinum moose up front with a force right i think um just the normal at um so not the dummy but anyway let me know because that that would be a really good setup i don't uh we'll see I, i'm getting a gummy front and i'm gonna try it i don't generally like the gummy fronts they get all squirmy and stuff but um i'm gonna try it the next oh yeah bruce can you do the rock garden next with the apex version and count the number of times you get stuck that is exactly what's going to happen, Bruce. I'm going to go do those exact same trails and uh, with the, the gummy. I, you know, I'm excited about it because, I mean, that other one actually hooked up pretty darn well considering. So um, I'm excited to try it with a gummy. Uh, see, the Kim Jackson, the mooses that work in the M59, will they size up to the V tires or do I need different sizes? No, those sizes are the right sizes. <sighs> <laughs> yes, Brady Metter, my bald star crosses work to smoke you in the gold rush. You're going to leave them on all year. Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. The reality is, people, it's the Indian, not the arrow. But, and I agree in 100% with that, 100%. Um, I know kids on 65s that smoke me, so it ain't the equipment. But if you can get decent equipment for a decent price... Might as well give it a shot. <laughs> nice one, Brady. Uh, are you still using Murphy's Tire Soap with the Nitro Moosters or are you using lube that comes with it? Um, uh, both, Casey. It depends. I just actually had that conversation with um, Jeff because he was giving me a hard time about one of my videos because there's Murphy's. You can see Murphy's on the thing. And uh, I said, uh, um, you know, he, he's like, hey, I thought you were using the lube. And I'm like, yeah, I do when I have enough, but I'm out. Um, I haven't gotten any more recently. And so I did a mix. Like I had some of their lube and some Murphy's cause I like to put a lot of lube in. Then Jeff and I went back and forth about how much lube you actually need and all this stuff. And I, I, you know, he thinks that only one tube is good. I don't agree. Um, he's anyway, so, uh, yeah, he said they've done a lot of testing with one tube of lube, and if you and you don't even have to spread it all out that well because it'll migrate around. And uh, maybe I'll try that on the next set. Is just just do one tube of their lube and see. 
Um, their lube is better than Murphy's. It lasts longer and all that stuff. The problem is I don't think there's enough. So I add some extra Murphy's in there. Or if I'm totally out, I just use Murphy's. Uh, when I'm re-lubing, a lot of times I use uh, Murphy's. Again, it's inexpensive and I can put a ton of it in there. Um, the uh, Kim, there you go. So she says, I gave up on the tire soap. It dried out too quick. That is absolutely uh, the truth. It dries out a lot faster than their lube. I change tires a lot, so it's not a problem for me. Um, I go through tires fast enough that that's not an issue. Um, Kevin O'Loughlin says, Brady said KY works the best. Yeah, so Brady is a perfect example. Since he doesn't ever ride his motorcycle and he leaves tires on all year, uh, even though he's clearly very fast. Well, I don't know about very fast. To beat me doesn't mean you're very fast. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it will dry out if you use that tire soap. It they it they doesn't last that long. So, um, <laughs> uh, so Bruce Kennedy says, send me a set, and I will certainly let your viewers know my opinion. But remember, I'm not an influencer. Just say it, <laughs> Bruce. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna send you a set for free. I don't have the money for that. But um, I am getting a gummy for free for my buddy Rich, who is with me on one of the recent videos, uh, Rich Cologne, who is married to Morgan Tanky. Um, they're here and uh, they live here in town and I am getting him a gummy because he rides that super gnarly stuff all the time. And uh, it's his favorite. And so, and they run, he runs the Kenda gummies between the Gauntlet, the Gnarly and the Ibex, depending on whatever, because Beta is sponsored by Kenda, but he wants to try something different. So we're going to do that. Um, Let's see. Uh, Kim Jackson, I'm using a tube and a half of it lasts much longer. Also using the Napa product, silicone-based. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, the silicone-based stuff is what it's all about. Um, so, does the moose move around? Why so much lube? Rick Roman says. Great question. Uh, the moose... Well, the moose probably does move around a lot, but um, I use it because I lose lube out of the, the nipple holes on the rim and stuff like that because... The, I use the tape that they send and all that, but it, 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 that tape eventually loosens up and I don't want to re-tape it and re all that stuff. Um, so I, it, it comes out. So I use a lot of lube because if you, if you could seal that up really well, which you can, if you take a lot of time and hey, all that stuff, um, then it, it, it's, you can use less, but if you don't, like me, and it's coming out the spoke holes and all that stuff, it's just better to have more. And then uh, Kim replied to keep it cooler. The reason you have lube at all, it's not for mounting, it's for uh, keeping the moose cool um, as the whole thing, the tire moves, the moose moves and all that, and there's friction, and that heat is what breaks down mooses. So, <laughs> Brady, that's awesome. Uh uh, moose will dry out and fall apart from friction. There you go, Eric says. Um, bu -bu -bu -bum. <laughs> Rick Roman, that is awesome. Uh, uh, Dirty Doyle, do you know about problems with the YZ-144 Athena kit? Supposedly they're more prone to blowing up. Uh, Dirty Doyle, I don't agree with that. Um, that's what we have on my kids' 144. Now it is an older one. It's for the 00-04 motor. Um we did have uh, the we did warp ahead um, on his, but that like wasn't the fault of the kit at all. I mean the you know the kit got it hot in a 
he crashed, cut a hose, didn't notice, got low on coolant, how that stuff, blew it up, took it apart, the cylinder was fine, head looked fine, I didn't measure, I should have measured it, anyway, I put a new <coughs> piston and gaskets on it, thing ran fine for actually quite a long time until he got hard on it down in Oklahoma and it blew the head gasket. Um, so actually, kid was just down at the shop yesterday, put a new head on it, um, and it's all good to go. So, um, you guys are hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Um, uh, yeah, Roger Hurd says, I raced the crap out of the 144, no problem. And Thomas has been hammering on it. I mean, he's... He's big enough, you know, that he's ringing that 144 out when he's actually racing and riding it. So, yeah, it's it's been fine. Like And and actually, when he melted it because of the crash and the hose cut, it um, uh, the cylinder looked great. So, it, as far as, like, whatever they're using for their Nicosil, you know, it's not... I don't know if it's actually Nicosil or if it's chrome or whatever. Whatever plating they're using is really burly. Uh, let's see. You guys, can I reuse graphics and put them on new plastics? Neil Matthews, please tell me you're kidding, Neil. No, that is not going to work. I mean, I don't know. If anybody else out there has ever done that and had success, let me know. But Neil, you commented. How cool is that? You figured it out. I got to get to these questions real fast. Um, Garrett Anderson, what manufacturers do you see the most problems from and which show the best attention to detail? <clears throat> so I'll put that out to you guys. Um, honestly, it seems like to me, as far as engine problems, we'll go that way. Uh, Yamaha has the least. I these days I don't see any issues with Yamaha motors other than people doing dumb things. Um, they're they're amazing. So most problems with. I mean, if you watch the show, you're going to see lots of KTMs and Huskies and gas gases, although not that many gas gases yet, um, but the Austrian brands. And that's because that's what is mostly in our uh, valley, right? So it's not um, the, uh, it's not, I don't think that's a sample, like it's not a relative, like a, a representative sample of the world. Uh, I agree with what Brady said. Suzuki and Cowie are the worst. Suzuki... Suzuki's the worst. Like, yeah, I'll just and we barely see any, but that's because they suck and no one buys them. No offense to Mr. Suzuki, but anyway, they suck. But um, and that's so it's terrible and and the the reality is no one buys them, so there's so few in our valley. Kawasaki's are more. Um, <clears throat> I would say that they're not good. If they're taken care of, they seem to be okay, but they require a ridiculous amount of care. Um, to stay in decent shape. So, yeah. But KTM and Yamaha are the best. And Yamaha really I will win because of the fact that they have... Um, yeah, Bruce Kennedy, leave your air filter off. <laughs> and they all suck. Um, absolutely. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, Yamahas just don't seem to break. Not their motors. Uh, it's amazing. So, yeah. And that's these days, right? Like... Yeah, you can go back in history and find times when all of them have been better. Um, <laughs> Brady says, anyone want a good deal on a KX450X? That's awesome. Uh, Wally Hendricks. Oh, anyway, Wally just said to say thank you. That's not a question. Wally, thank you very much for the kind words. Um, 
Jared Green, how bad do you think the world wants a YZ300 with electric start? I think the world would want that bad enough that Yamaha would sell everyone they made uh, if they built it. So, um, yeah, Roger heard my Cowie's been great. Oh, wait, it's a two smoker. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, when Cowie quit making two strokes is when they started going downhill. Uh, so, yeah, as far as the YZ300 with E-Start, I think the world would receive that very, very, very well. I wish Yamaha would do it to bring another competitor into the market. Um, because a good competitor in the market just, you know, it raises all ships. Uh, rising tide raises all ships. So if you brought someone else in who was doing a good job, like Shirko, like Beta, um, that are doing really good jobs at making bikes these days, um, it's going to make KTM uh, work harder. And so, anyway, my, <clears throat> yeah, I I would love to see another one in the mix. Um, the, uh, yeah, uh, who said I would be the first one? So would I. <clears throat> if I found out that 2023 had a electric start YZ even 250 with a counterbalancer, I would take my money off the KTM and put it on that immediately. Um, so, yeah. I think they're, yeah, I think it would be brilliant. It would, like I said, be good for the market because that would force KTM, I think, back into being a little bit better because right now KTM's doing some things that are cheaping out, like on the W models, having those Explore forks with, you know, no mid-valve, and, uh, you know, they're doing things that are trying to save money, and I, you know, I mean, you got to, whatever, you got to make money and all that stuff, but, um, yeah, I would like to see it. It would be awesome. Uh, and then the final question is, and it's an interesting, well, actually, there's two more. Uh, Eric Bryan <clears throat> of Oklahoma fame. Uh, <laughs> do you lube your O-ring chain? I hear some do and some don't. I personally do. Um, and then there's replies to that. There's guys that have done chains with no lube and whatever. Um, so I get the point of not doing the lube. Because the O-rings are there to hold that lube in there, and they would—they're sealed, right? And the, so, and that makes sense. And this gentleman who said he's like he only ever uses WD-40 to clean it and all that stuff has had great luck. So, and there's lots of people out there that have had great luck. I personally, one, um, the like I personally, when I wash my bikes. If I leave one sitting there, the chain rusts. Even if I'm not like pressure washing the chain, the chain will rust and kink up and stuff like that. So I lube it after I wash it. I don't go crazy lubing it. Like if I ride a couple days in a row without, or, you know, not days in a well, sometimes days in a row, but like, uh, you know, without washing, like if I go out and it's not super muddy or whatever and I don't wash the bike, I don't lube the chain in between then. But when I wash it, I absolutely lube it. So, yeah, um... And, and I guess the only, like, my question for anyone who says, you know, don't lube it is, why not? Um, I guess it could be that it would be, um, uh, you know, it would make a mess, right, and gum up and stuff like that. But I don't use that. I use, actually, I use Z-Max lube or Motorex lube, off-road lube, and they don't gunk up and all that stuff. So, I don't know. My question is, why not lube it? It's not going to hurt anything, and it could help. So, um, Brady, what's it like to have so much money you can have six and buy more? It's wonderful. 
Um, but it may not be happening for much longer, so who knows? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but honestly, part, uh, to answer Brady's question because he's giving me a hard time, part of that is because of you guys and YouTube um, have allowed me to be able to buy more bikes and not get rid of the old ones because we're doing tests on them, we're doing videos on them. That's all helping to earn me money. I'm not earning a bunch of money, that's for darn sure. On here, um, uh, like here we go. A quick YouTube question because I think people um, who like being in front of the camera and want to talk and all that stuff should have a YouTube channel because you do get to make a little bit of money. Uh, but for instance, right now, my YouTube channel, only the YouTube, not uh, Patreon and not um, you know the Amazon links and things like that, um, uh, I am averaging around $400 a month. So it's not like it's a whole bunch of money, but that is enough money to buy a bike, um, which is awesome. Or two bikes, you know, you can, you know, depending on the financing and all that stuff. So um, it is, it's just really nice. And I thank you guys for that, for your attention and your... Watching this is what makes that happen. So thank you very much. And listening to it if you're listening later. Anyway, so um, uh, Roger heard lube everything. Um, <laughs> says, it's great. <laughs> um, I have to power wash the poos out of bikes here. We got mud. I have to spray chain with rust salt. Yeah, Jimmy, absolutely. See, and I don't really, I don't have to pressure wash as much as you guys do. We don't have mud, but I like to keep my bikes clean. Um, and so, yeah. It, you gotta lube them, Brewski. Just wipe off the extra chain lube so the O-rings are treated and does not collect dirt. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you're worried about it like gunking up, then <clears throat> lube it. Go back over it with you know a rag with some WD-40 probably, um, and it would clean the extra stuff off and you'd be good. Um, <laughs> Bruce Kennedy, no one wants to see me on YouTube. There's a lot of people like that. Uh, Brady, my chain gets lubed when I go through the creek. I actually lubed Brady's chain for him because he wouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> not that he wouldn't do it, but I washed his bike for him and lubed his chain. Um, cause he was busy, I don't know, complaining about two strokes. Uh, and then Jeff Greenwood actually, who is, um, bike fault in Thailand, um, he said, hi Morgan, the brake and clutch master cylinders on my 17 EXC don't seem to come out fully when the levers are released. Is there a fix for this? So I'm not a hundred percent sure, uh, what you mean. Like if it's, if they're not fully releasing and going to where they're, um, all the way out, I would, um, my guess is that you've got some sort of binding going on the levers, like the actual pivot on the levers, which can happen. You're in Thailand. It's wet there. Um, there's corrosion and stuff like that going on. It could be that you know, the pivots on your levers are um, kind of seized up. And so you might need to, you know, so there's enough pressure to push it out so far, but not enough to let it just go all the way out. So I would check the pivots on your levers. If those are free and good, um, then, and you can start by just loosening the bolts because it might, that might be all it takes because it might be pinched a little bit and you loosen the bolts and then goes. If it doesn't lube the pivot and all that, whatever, um, you get it. Make sure that's not the case. If that's not the case, then you might need to take the master cylinders off and uh, really, really clean them really good. Um, uh, Brady Metter, when can I go on a hike with you? Did you and Eric hold hands on your hike? Uh, yes, Eric and I held hands, uh, and we can go on a hike anytime, Brady. <laughs> um, uh, yes, 
Jimmy Nyhart, I'm with you. We need a petition for Metter to start a channel. I have tried to get him to do that for a long time. Um, the uh, I think that a suspension thing would be uh, great. And when we, I'm actually, it looks like uh, Travis, I've nailed Travis down. He's coming out after the first of the year to get us set up as a TBT. You guys are going to see some serious suspension content. Like, um, serious stuff. Like, I'm not going to give away what we get paid for and what TBT gets paid for. That's not going to happen, but I'm going to dig in and show people what's up, like what's happening in there, why things are different, what changes this, what does that. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, Brady can do reaction vids to Morgan's video. <laughs> Rick Roman. Yes, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, <laughs> Ayla broke up with me and went back to you, so I had to find so, <laughs> so I had to find someone else. Yes, Eric, that is so good. Um, yes, Jimmy Nyhart, Metter the Influencer, twenty twenty two. Suspension guys keep their secrets close to their sleeves. Yes, Bruce, and we will be keeping the secrets close to our sleeves too, as far as valve stacks, things like that. The you know whatever, but um, I know Travis would agree. Um, cause he agrees with me on a lot of this social media stuff and whatever that, uh, giving away some information is really, uh, really beneficial to generating more work for us. It's, it works for the shop, um, all the time. It's, it's amazing. I get calls. Actually, a guy is coming on Friday from Taos to have me install an RK tech head and jet his bike. Uh, and then we have another guy coming from somewhere far away in the state, he's in the state, um, to have me do the same thing to his 125. So it's going to be, you know, it's good. And like, those are things that are easy to do, like really easy to do, but they want me to do it because they've watched my videos on doing it and I showed them how to do it and all that stuff, but they want me to do it. So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, there you go. Uh, Morgan, I'll box up all my stuff and you can have a turnkey suspension stuff. I, yeah, Brady, I want you to come with it though. And then what are you going to do if you don't do suspension? So take that. <laughs> um, let's see. It's eight o'clock guys. Uh, I got time for one more question or a couple more questions if they're short. So if you guys want to shoot me another question, if you're listening to this guys, uh, later and on, um, podcast, you know, Apple, whatever, and you want to get a question to me, go to our Facebook and, or if you're watching later, anyway, go to facebook.com slash Highland Cycles or Instagram. It's at Highland Cycles. And, uh, I post, you know, a couple days before the show. So Tuesday, Wednesday, I post saying, if you got any questions, so you can post there or you can send me a message, whatever. I'd be happy to answer your questions. Um, back to the machine shop, Brady. Ah, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but I, uh, I love you being a suspension guy. So, uh, but maybe if you weren't doing suspension, maybe, and you weren't working on motorcycles, maybe you'd ride more. So that would be a good thing. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> so you figure, uh, customers who shouldn't mess with suspension will bring their, you the fix after trying. Absolutely. <clears throat> the, um, I love you, mom. Uh, Bruce Kennedy, that is absolutely 100% the case. I see it all the time. Guys, take things apart and <laughs> can't put them back together. And uh, Or 
honestly, a lot of times when you show someone uh, what you do and how complicated it is and how much care it takes and all that stuff, whatever, a lot of people go, okay, never mind, I'm not doing that, but that guy looks like he knows what he's doing, so I'm going to go to him or whoever he recommends or whatever. So, um, ooh, Rick Roman, what lever do you prefer? I've got a mid... I got a Midwest I like. Uh, Rick, I run bulletproof designs uh, levers. I really, really like them. Uh, I like them better than the Midwest because the Midwest, to me, I, I like their whole program on the Midwest deal, but I don't like the shape of the lever. It's too fat and flat for me. So um, I like the um, bulletproofs, and they're really, really strong. So, um uh, I, yeah, there you go, Jimmy Neihart. I want no part of suspension work. I'm not delicate enough. And that's why, actually, Zach is going to be doing it because he is <clears throat> used to working on bicycle things, like lightweight carbon titanium things. And so he's really good. He's got a really soft touch. Um, I, Roger Hurd, we, I should hire you to do a suspension shop. Um, uh, there you go, Bruce Kennedy. Like the tip I shared with the one on the... Yeah, the Sachs... Fort Cap, exactly. Uh, Bruce Kennedy sent me um, like a tech update on the Saks Forks. Anyway, it was super helpful. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that a lot of people are going to screw up if they, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I think sharing the information is not only good for the world, it's also good for business because it really brings us a ton of business. Like, yeah, like we get a lot of business from the YouTubes. Um, from giving away, giving away information, we get a lot of business. So anyway, guys, I got a boogie. Uh, I love you so much. Punk Rock Club, thank you guys for sticking around to the end. You're the best. Um, the, uh, uh, Brady, do I have room for all your suspension stuff? Probably. <laughs> I can make room. Um, anyway, I'm gonna have to have a talk with Brady about this. But anyway, <laughs> I love you guys so much. I really, really do. Thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to do what I love for a living uh, on every level. It really, really warms my heart. I really do love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, make sure you share this with a friend. Tell your friends to watch our channel. It's awesome. We're trying to grow this thing. Spread the gospel of two wheels and all that good stuff. I desperately hope that you get out and spread the gospel of two wheels. And I really, really, really hope that what we're doing here at Highland Cycles is inspiring you guys to work on and get out and ride your dirt bikes. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It really does make a difference for us. Make sure you share this with someone. Give us a review. Give us a like, whatever that looks like on Podcast World. And I desperately hope you have a great day.